Today in Business from Wired. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives. But those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp's software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. As a longtime foreign correspondent, I've worked in lots of places, but nowhere as important to the world as China. I'm Jane Perlez, former Beijing bureau chief for The New York Times. Join me on my new podcast, Face Off, U.S. versus China, where I'll take you behind the scenes in the tumultuous U.S.-China relationship. Find Face Off wherever you get your podcasts. Today in business from Wired. Cities want e-bikes to stay in their lane, but which one? From New York to Moab, Utah, bicyclists and municipal officials are divided over whether e-bikes should be permitted on bicycle trails. By Ariane Marshall It's hard to find anything that unites Nashville, Tennessee, Colorado Springs, Colorado, Moab, Utah, and New York City. But all of those communities and many others are grappling with what to do about electric bicycles. No matter where you are in the U.S., e-bikes are having a moment. Market research company NPD says e-bike sales grew 240% in the 12 months ended July 2021, surpassing sales of traditional road bikes. It was the second year in a row that e-bike sales had at least doubled. Experts attribute the surge to the pandemic, which left lockdown Americans hungering for new and COVID-safe ways to get out of the house and exercise. E-bike models geared toward families and new riders have seen special success, though there is a burgeoning community of e-mountain bikers. The shift has heartened advocates of active transportation, who believe that e-bikes, even more than electric vehicles, can help reduce emissions from transportation and fight climate change. Meanwhile, bike share companies Motivate and B-Cycle have added pedal-assist e-bikes, which use small motors to give riders boosts, to their systems. In Nashville, the relaunch last summer of the local BC bike share system as all-electric sparked debate about what sorts of vehicles should be able to travel where. The controversy has focused on the city's greenways, a system of linear parks and trails that stretch nearly 100 miles throughout the city. Tennessee law allows e-bikes traveling below 28 miles an hour to operate in most places, but local jurisdictions can create their own rules. Motorized vehicles have long been banned from the greenways, though e-bike riders say enforcement has been scant. Some Nashvillians are also haunted by memories of the scooter share companies that blanketed streets in 2018 without first seeking permission. For those people, e-bikes can feel like another corporate tech-driven trick. 
There's some post-traumatic stress syndrome as a city, says Bob Mendez, a member of the Metro Council. So last summer, the council passed a resolution directing city agencies to study whether new rules are needed. A report is due in weeks, says Cindy Harrison, director of the Greenways and Open Space Division of the city's Parks Department. As in many other places across the country, e-bikes new popularity in Nashville has pitted conventional cyclists against commuters, against dog walkers, against recreational exercisers for space on the limited smooth pathways where cars are banned. This is a car-heavy town that's been trying to fight from behind for years, says Mendez, who's owned an e-bike since 2018. Banning e-bikes from the greenways, he says, will restrict where riders can safely travel. But Kathleen Murphy, another council member, says she's heard from constituents, often walkers, who worry about e-bike speeds. With the e-bike, you don't hear it coming from behind, she says. They're faster and heavier, and that really concerned people. The debate has divided traditional allies in the fight for car-free spaces. The nonprofit Greenways for Nashville has urged caution and argued that greenways aren't solely for cycling. It's like you're mushing a sidewalk and a bike lane together. Amy Crownover, the group's executive director, says of the plan to allow e-bikes on the greenways. But Walk Bike Nashville, an advocacy group pushing for alternative modes of transportation, wants to let e-bikes ride. Its advocacy and communications director, Lindsay Ganson, has urged locals to think about greenways as not only spaces for leisure walking or biking, but as greener transportation routes. The idea that a speeding e-bike is going to ruin someone's experience on the greenway, I understand it, Ganson says, but it's hard for me to reconcile with the number of people I've spoken to who say that riding their e-bikes on the greenway has really made their lives so much richer and fuller. A similar debate is playing out in New York, which legalized e-bikes in 2020. The city's parks department, however, says it can set its own rules and views e-bikes as motorized vehicles that aren't allowed on its popular paths and trails. These rules on motorized vehicles have been on the books for decades, Crystal Howard, a spokesperson for the department, said in a statement. Lyft, which owns Motivate and runs New York's popular city bike bike share service, has rolled out electric pedal assist bikes over the past few years and wants them allowed in parks. So does local advocacy group Transportation Alternatives. New York City cannot reach its goals for climate, health, or Vision Zero, a city-endorsed initiative to eliminate all road deaths, without policies that safely and equitably shift more people to bikes, says Executive Director Danny Harris. One hurdle for officials in Nashville, New York, and elsewhere? A paucity of data about e-bike-related injuries. Among other things, there's no agreed-upon way to denote such injuries in medical records, which hampers researchers. So some e-bike injuries are categorized with motorcycle crashes, says Chris Cherry, an engineer and professor at the University of Tennessee at Knoxville. A new code for e-bikes is making its way through the organization that creates them. One team in Washington, D.C. sent research assistants to stake out emergency rooms and ask people hurt on e-bikes or scooters to outline their routes. The limited research available tends to conflict. Some shows that introducing e-bikes in an area leads to more crashes, and some shows it doesn't. Cherry says his research has found that e-bike riders don't actually ride much faster than other cyclists. It just allows them to maintain speed. The e-bike question takes on a different flavor in tourist towns. Grant County, Utah, which contains the hiking and biking hub of Moab, allowed e-bikes to use a motor on one paved biking trail despite some objections. 
Moab is an old bike town, says Jacques Hadler, a county commissioner who used to be the general manager of a local Moab bike shop. There are some locals who are not in favor of e-bikes at all. Colorado Springs last summer canceled at the last minute a controversial year-long trial that would have allowed e-bikes on city-managed bike lanes amid fears. Officials said that it would have run afoul of state law. In both places, local debates continue about the effect of e-bikes on unpaved mountain biking trails and whether it's safe to operate them around other fast-moving bicycles. What would help is more space, especially if Americans keep snapping up e-bikes. What we really need, in my opinion, is more recreational infrastructure and more commuting infrastructure so that this incredible boom of outdoor activity can be sustained, says Ash Lavelle, the electric bicycle policy and campaign director for People for Bikes, a nationwide cycling advocacy group. The bike lobby clearly thinks e-bikes are here to stay. The group created Lavelle's job just last summer. Like what you learned? Subscribe everywhere you listen to podcasts and get more business news at wired.com slash business. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.